Well, welcome to another episode of our Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast presented by Agrinovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business, also the host of this weekly podcast where we have in-depth conversations with leaders, innovators, entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector. It's the sector where food, agriculture, science, and technology all converge. This week, excited to sit down with Megan Ritter. Megan is the Executive Director of Administration at the Indiana Farm Bureau. And Megan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, Executive Director of Administration, uh, what does that what does that role encompass at the Farm Bureau? Yeah, the role really is about leadership, but most importantly, the the vision of the organization. And mm-hmm. um, I work a lot uh, with our board of directors around strategic thinking mm-hmm. and our strategic plan, and then helping the grassroots engage with mm-hmm. the direction of the organization. And mm-hmm. so, as that organization that reaches all ninety. Two counties, um, it can be very um, a big, very big organization mm-hmm. to keep moving um, and and focused on our goals, and and that's yeah. one of the big things that I work on there. We'll talk about the, uh, really the, the mission of, of of Indiana Farm Bureau. Been around for a long time. Everyone knows the name. It's evolved over years. Mm-hmm. Its role is really important, but but uh, you know has a lot of uh, moving parts. I think maybe is an accurate way to say. It. Talk about today's uh, you know mission of the Indiana Farm Bureau. Sure. The, the mission of the Farm Bureau, and, and you hit the nail on the head when you mentioned uh, the, the length of service, really, mm-hmm. that the organization has been serving Hoosier farmers, just celebrate our, our 100th anniversary. Mm-hmm. And at the core of what Farm Bureau has always been is finding solutions for the farmers' challenges of today. Mm-hmm. And that really hasn't changed. And so as we went, we've gone through our 100-year history, Farm Bureau ha- in the 20s came up with a cooperative system, th- looking for solutions for uh, inputs, more uh, inputs that are really more um, uh, valuable to, to, mm-hmm. their, to the farmer. In the 30s, farmers were having uh, challenges with getting access to insurance. Mm. Uh, we formed an insurance company and really focused on serving that farmer's farmer's need. And so at the core of what Farm Bureau has always been is finding solutions for the challenges of today. And then that mission is really about education, engagement of our members in their own lives and then the solutions that will connect them locally and advocacy, mm-hmm. advocating for agriculture and the needs of, of rural Hoosiers. As you look at the challenges um, facing farmers today, we talk about connectivity and technology, so many different things. As you look at uh, Indiana Farm Bureau's role in in the ag bioscience space in Indiana, what are those focus areas? What are you really focused on right now? Yeah, I think we're really focused on that connectivity piece. Mm -hmm. And I also think that we're always focused on the farmers who put good ideas to work and those those challenges that they may face, whether you're the smallest farm uh, that has uh, five acres of hops or mm-hmm. you're the largest uh, 10 or 15,000 acre farmer, it's really about finding solutions for for all of those, d- the diversity of agriculture, and then bringing them to the table to think about what's really going to make your job easier and more successful. And I think that's really um, part of this ag plus bio plus science as well, where you're taking the very fundamentals of agriculture at that 
at that farm mm-hmm. gate level and seeking solutions to make agriculture bio and science mm-hmm. all successful at the in the state of Indiana and farmers are really at the heart trying to to mm-hmm. tackle those those mm-hmm. uh, cha- biggest challenges of today as you look at the the connectivity issue, rural broadband, uh, a lot of attention being placed on that. Uh, the governor's uh, next level uh, initiative, uh, certainly one of those. Is it you know you hear you hear or I hear varying um, uh, details on it. Some people say, boy, it's really tough out there. Some people say, well, it's not that bad. How, how's the rural connectivity uh, issue right now, and where do you see it going? Well, it definitely depends on where you're at. But um, most importantly, whether you're a small farm or you're an entrepreneur looking to innovate agriculture or you're a large farm that's trying to to manage your data everybody in 2020 and moving forward is going to need connectivity mm-hmm. and um, the pace of, of change and technology is happening so quickly that we really can't leave rural Indiana behind mm-hmm. because they're making jobs they're creating innovations and they really need to be connected in order to see um, the the most success from mm-hmm. their their opportunities and the opportunities that we really see in ag bio and science absolutely agriculture certainly is changing there's a lot of talk about uh, about the family farm and in many ways in many cases going away and change uh, in agriculture as you look at change and the changing landscape in Indiana how would you how would you describe that kind of the state of, of farming and agriculture in Indiana it's an exciting time to be part of agriculture um, it always is, but um, the change that's happening in, in agriculture today is also providing a lot of different opportunities. And so um, I don't know that I'm seeing as much of the small farm going away. Those small farms are looking to innovate and change mm-hmm. and maybe meet a very specific need. Mm-hmm. And so there there is more diversity in agriculture today, and maybe it's more of a recognition maybe through things like the work of Agrinovis, mm-hmm. to recognize that um, someone can have a really big impact in mm-hmm. agriculture and in the entire sector by focusing on something and innovating a particular segment mm-hmm. that then really connects uh, connects to a broader application mm-hmm. down the road. And so um, I, I think it's an extremely exciting opportunity, the connectivity with consumers today, mm-hmm. the drivers that the different needs that that are being driven in the economy farmers are constantly the the folks that are are looking for solutions right mm-hmm. they're the ultimate problem solvers they're mm-hmm. they're constantly looking to do more with less and so the that definition of say sustainability really connects with a small farm right to a large farm and they're they're always innovating and so i think it's an exciting time that more people are going to be mm-hmm. engaged in agriculture in the future, not less. Well, you talk about talent. Everyone talks about that. And as you look at the talent pipeline, the efforts of Agrinovus, we've got a world-class institution uh, like Purdue right mm-hmm. in our backyard. But the initiatives that are really underway now, and there seems to be a lot of momentum behind this. Do you think that bodes well for this whole talent uh, pipeline situation? Because whether it's the ag biosciences or manufacturing or IT, whatever it is, everybody's looking for talent. How, how do you assess that? Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's a great opportunity, and um, Indiana's a, a place where uh, we can p- bring all of that talent mm-hmm. together, and it's an exciting time to really 
think about what that talent resource could look like and and keep those folks here. So we don't just have to educate them here, but we can keep them here and make new jobs here. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's really an exciting piece where we can innovate, we can educate people here and then keep them here to really grow our economy and look for the solu- the biggest ch- try to address the biggest challenges of today with that connectivity to ag bio and science and absolutely there's there's opportunities for that here a lot of people talk about Indiana uh, playing a role now, but it, it going forward, playing a key role in feeding the world, helping to feed the world, uh, which is a pretty big statement. But a lot of people say it uh, it certainly can happen. How, how do you look at Indiana, how Indiana's position, especially with respect to other states, maybe in the Midwest here uh, and where they are? How's Indiana positioned to actually do that? Yeah. There's a few things that really go into that. Number one, the, the priority is the taking care of our soil and our water and the, the wonderful natural resources that we have here mm-hmm. in the state of Indiana. And our, our farmers have been great stewards of, of that resource. And it's a main driver. If we're going to have, mm-hmm. um, if we're going to have all that productivity, we've got to start with the basics. Mm-hmm. And soil and water are are the fundamentals of of agriculture. And we are very blessed mm-hmm. in Indiana to have great natural resources and and resources that our farmers know they have to to mm-hmm. care for and take care of for the future. The other pieces. Uh, connectivity, transportation, Mm -hmm. looking at those kinds of, we've always uh, looked as the crossroads of America, Mm -hmm. investing in those pieces, not only in um, broadband, we've already talked about that, Mm -hmm. fiber and and road and rail, Um, our waterways are a wonderful resource Mm -hmm. that connects us to global markets. So in some ways, Indiana is already Mm -hmm. the breadbasket and already feeding the world, but we have so many more opportunities to take that to the next level. We'll we'll Mm -hmm. use that uh, terminology. And one of the ways that we do that is by having also an outstanding business climate. Mm-hmm. You already mentioned about our ag institutions, but also the the government support mm-hmm. and um, our leaders and our local leaders understanding the value of agriculture and wanting it to grow and be successful in rural Indiana. Mm-hmm. Those are huge things that really take our ability to the next level and really what differentiates us, the collaboration, mm-hmm. the interest in success, um, I think it does differentiate us in the Midwest from yeah. from other states where uh, the, the all of those key players, stakeholders come together, we collaborate, but we also have the, the best interest of agriculture at heart because we know that being having a strong ag economy makes a strong Hoosier economy. Mm-hmm. And that that realization and working together and collaborating really does allow us to drive forward and mm-hmm. be more successful than maybe our neighboring states. Uh, this is a short session of the Indiana General Assembly. Uh, any uh, hot topics that you're really focused on? And do, do you think legislators, uh, the state legislature gets, understands the ag bioscience space and what it's all about? 
I think they're learning, mm-hmm. right? Um, there's there's always the opportunity to, to educate more. And um, I think we're constantly talking about the opportunities beyond the farm gate. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say I think there's going to be more people connected to agriculture in the future because we're going to be solving some of the biggest challenges, whether that's um, um, coronavirus or, mm-hmm. uh, um, or feeding 9 billion people. Agriculture is going to be at the table and, and part of those solutions, looking for those those opportunities. When we talk about the, the state house and what's going on there, one of the things that I'm really excited about is the solution that we've been looking to find for our farmers and they've identified is the need for a, health, a more affordable health care option. Mm-hmm. The thing that really connects this ag, bio, and science to this initiative is that our farmers have been talking about it. Farm Bureau has spent 18 months researching how we can can really help. One of the things that we're, the, there's two goals of this. One is that it helps sole proprietors, those entrepreneurs, and it becomes more affordable. Well, farmers aren't the only entrepreneurs in rural mm-hmm. Indiana, and our healthcare plan really allows us to offer an innovative solution to a real challenge for folks who want to invest in rural communities. They are feeling like they have to, somebody on their farm has to take a job in town instead of reinvesting locally. Maybe they've got an idea of a new, uh, a new business that they want to start, but they're saying, oh, I really can't do that because mm-hmm. healthcare is too expensive. Mm-hmm. Hear that time and time again from young people want to move back to rural Indiana, start their own business. Healthcare is a huge inhibitor of them doing that. And by being able to offer this innovative product, we hope to mm-hmm. offer something that's more affordable and allows those those entrepreneurs and farmers who want to go back and create their own business be more successful in their rural communities. Megan Ritter is the uh, executive director of administration at the Indiana Farm Bureau. And Megan, thanks for some really great perspective. Uh, certainly, the Farm Bureau continues to be such an important part of the agriculture world, the ag bioscience space in Indiana. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. And thank you for joining us on this edition of the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast. It is a weekly production partnership between Agrinovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. A reminder, you can keep up to date with Agrinovus by following them on Twitter and Instagram at IN. Also finding them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can share ag bioscience stories like this one with more and more people. I'm Gary Dick. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Gary Dick. Produced by Bridget O'Reilly, Libby Fritz, and Joe Ullery. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.